Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast. It's Labor Day weekend. And it's time to fly the W. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Corey Friedman, and Cody Del Mendo. We're going to talk a lot on this podcast. First of all, Labor Day weekend, we're doubling down. We're doing double the podcast. Double the podcast. Labor Day weekend, we double it down. We got two full podcasts coming tonight. One after game one, one after game two. This one will be dedicated mostly to a lot of prospect talk, a little bit of game talk, and a big breaking news announcement. You heard it. A big breaking news announcement coming right after the first segment of the show. So you got to stick around just a little bit. Ooh, a little all tease? I can say, all I can say, it's got a little, a little 2016 tease. vibe to it. All I can say is it's big, and you will like it. All right, uh, Cubs win six to two. They are ten games over the 500 mark, thanks in large part to one Jordan Wicks. How about that? How about that start? His second. Here's a guy getting an opportunity. Some people have been calling for it for a long time, but he gets the opportunity not once now, twice he's delivered. Now he's up to a total of 10 innings, two runs, 12 strikeouts. This was another great outing. Yeah. I, you look at like just, I just the kind of, I wouldn't say meteoric rise. It's been a couple of years since he got drafted, but it's a pretty big rise to the system for Wicks. Um, and he gets his shot last weekend, obviously. Um, you know, didn't start out great and then ended it up, ended it on fire, um, and he was really good again today. And for a team that's just been kind of, um, you know, trying to make it through the end of this season, uh, a, a relatively taxed bullpen, starting pitching, not pitching to the level that they had been earlier in the season. They needed a guy to come up, give them efficient outings, give them length. And also, obviously, keep them afloat when he's starting the game. And that's what Wicks has done the first two times out. And it's been impressive to see. He did it against the Pirates, and he did it against the Reds. So two division foes that are always going to get up for Cubs games no matter what. Um, and, you know, he's, yeah, he's been he's been as good as, as we probably could have thought he would have been well, coming up into the this season. That was a very nice birthday present. I would say for your sure. second yeah. major league win is birthday. a very nice birthday present in the middle of a playoff race. But... Yeah, I mean, he's given you 10 really solid innings so far. And I think when they called him up, uh, you know, in comparison to, like, Smiley, right? Like, all we were asking was keep the team in the game. Pitch winnable games. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's hopefully got a long career here in the Cubs rotation and part of their pitching staff. But for now, making his debut, getting settled, adjusting, just keep the team in the game, help him win games. And he's done that in in both outings. Uh, I think it was impressive. And I think, Cody, you noted it on Twitter earlier, like started this game a little differently than the last one. A lot more fastballs attacking a little differently. Uh, you know, I think everybody knows about the changeup, anticipating the changeup. So it was nice to see him kind of try to preempt maybe the quick book on him after just one start. Mm-hmm. But really good today. And, and a really good effort from the pitching staff. Uh, I got up at the end, but not having to use Mark Lighter Jr. or Adbert in this game, really big when you're playing a, a doubleheader on a you know a four-game weekend here. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know what else to add to it. He's he's just providing innings, man. To me, like all what you want to talk about the changeup fastball, like the mentality, bull, bulldog mentality. I'm just glad he's going out there and giving you like innings because yeah. I mean he's basically in there because of Drew Smiley, right? Like. And Drew Smiley wasn't giving them good innings. He's giving them innings. He's keeping them in games in these two starts. The start in Pittsburgh was incredible. Today, I would say it wasn't as good, but he kept the Cubs in the game. Like, that's all you can ask. And Ashcraft started the game very good or very good for the Reds. First four innings, he looked, or first three innings at least, he looked pretty good. Um, and so I'm thinking, okay, well, how is he going to do now with this? Uh, you know, in a close game because the mm-hmm. game against Pittsburgh, it was a blowout fairly early in that one. And, you know, it's a lot easier to just go out there and shove it down your throat, yeah. just throw strikes. A little bit more pressure in this one and still gives you five. He walked three, but whatever. I mean, again, he kept the Cubs in the game. And for me, in this at this point in the season, to see that from a rookie in the second career start, like – Man, if this if we're gonna get this out of guy out of pitchers who aren't in the top 100 prospects list for the Cubs, God, I can't wait to see Cade Horton. Yeah, he <laughs> would have uh, he would have given you six or seven innings, but he was sort of picking around the edges early on a little bit, and maybe that was the game plan because you know that ballpark is prone to home runs. It's a warm day, it's a nice day, so maybe that was the game plan. But it seemed like he was just missing spots by like just a little bit early in the game, yeah. and if if he's not picking around the edges and he's over the plate more. Uh, yeah, there's probably more contact, but also he probably goes another inning, maybe two innings. Well, and and you mentioned the changeup earlier, and um, I I want to say the Reds had a I had a mostly, if not all, righty lineup against Wicks today. I believe it was all. Yeah, I, it might have been all. So um, you know he he went to that changeup a lot. That that was forty percent of the pitches that he threw was a changeup. Uh, Eighteen swings, six whiffs, so thirty three percent whiff rate. Also, they put seven balls in play, but like the average exit velocity was eighty two miles per hour far below what a hard is so they weren't they weren't seeing his change up well um and so like the reds are a better lineup than the, the pirates that's for, we know that um and they after getting at least one game of a major league start from jordan wicks if they have even a little bit more data on on what he does well what he likes to throw to certain guys um so to have have him go in a second start and still stick to that you know, his change-up, his, his bread-and-butter pitch, and have a lot of success with that is a good sign for him as well. It's just, like, he he was good again today, and he did it by using what – by doing what he – what works well for him, what works best for him. Yeah, that's a good sign because he's not trying to change up everything that he does um, just to try to get outs and get through innings. He is going and doing uh, what he does well and doing – he's doing it really well. He's, he's going out and, and, and sticking to the pitches that work yeah. for him. Well, and I, I think just a really impressive – effort I mean obviously his 10 innings so far in these two starts have been really impressive but pitching you know both times on the road especially as you mentioned Luke since he it's a, a ballpark the ball flies the ball gets out pretty easy and he had to pitch around a couple of uh you know tight situations there you know working yeah. out of a couple jams because of the walks uh but when you're able to limit you know five hits just the one run in that ballpark from a rookie like you're taking that all day, every day, and, you know, twice on Sunday. That was I, just a really, really good start from Jordan Wicks. And, you know, I mean, like, I, we, we didn't even touch on it. Like, they're 10 games over 500. 
I said that when we were on the other day. I was like, this is like the Paul Rudd meme. Like, who would have thought? Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe it times us, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't believe it. They're 10 games over 500, everybody. Nearton in the chat said 46 and 26 since June 8th. Is, that, is that when they went to San Francisco? Yeah, that's when they were 10 below. So, yeah, yeah. so they've – and I believe this is the first time they're 10 games over 500 since June 14th, 2021. So, over two years ago. When, when the big names were still on the team, like it's it's been a while since they've been at this, especially this late in the season. An incredible run. I mean, they they, they we've talked about it a ton, but the way that they responded to the call, you know, with heading into the everybody was writing their articles about them selling, and the way that they responded to that, I, I think the front office, the coaching staff, and the players is just really really impressive and a testament to this team and the the culture that they've built and. It's yeah, I ten games over. I mean, what more can you say? Just remember, a lot of things have led to this. Uh, my return to the podcast. Cody's willed some things, and mm-hmm. who you got? The Rally Rice Krispie treats have obviously been a huge factor in the everything. Summer of Mike Talkman. The summer of Mike Talkman has been a major factor. We will talk more about mm-hmm. Wicks and kind of expand out a little bit to look at what this means. This influence of young players now kind of coming up late in the season and and what it means for the organization, what it means for the rebuild of the next great Cubs team. Uh, We'll talk about that in a second. But if you're in the live chat here on YouTube, that's the best way, of course, to enjoy the CHGO experience. We appreciate everybody in the chat. And we're up to 300 officially live here on a Friday afternoon after game one of this. And Barb, yes, we are live. The she godmother, also said I'm a good dancer. Barb. By the way, the Barb, uh, Barb, the godmother of the it's CHGO true. Cubs podcast, thought Ryan and Cody were in Cincinnati to hit on hot chicks, according to her. Big of us in her words, but they are not. They are not. Big of us to stay in Chicago. I guess we can hit on hot chicks here. She said, "I'm probably a good dancer," which I not even probably like. I am. Oh wow, Ryan! Good. Ryan Pretty is uh, saying he is. There's videos now. Out. Again, the live show also brings you the beer bad experience after a Cubs W. Uh, Cody has the Goose Island on hand, three one two. It's been we get to it. It's been warming up just a little bit, oh, so we're going to take a moment for Cody to make his dedication, his pour, and his chug. And yes, people in the chat were wondering if the Cubs were to win the second game of the doubleheader later tonight. I believe Corey Friedman has he said it promised that he would be a double beer bat That's chug what I partner. Said. Big of him. And I, you know, look, we can lay out the caveat. Am I going to go extra slow so that it makes Cody seem better because this is his bit? Or am I good yeah. at it? Am or I going to blow him That's, out of the water? I well, don't know. I, I, I got to be honest I, with you. We have enough 312 in the fridge. I don't know if Ryan wants to get involved. Probably not. I won't. But <laughs> Joey happens to be producing the show. Joey has been known to every once in a while shark yeah, tooth the I've side of that. a cannon shotgun it. So we can have three canines. Beers being chugged or shotgun. All right. So what? Yeah. Are, what are the? What was in the chat? What are you thinking now? He again. Cody's been under twelve seconds. Pretty, pretty standard now. He's like a the five hundred batting. Hot. You know, Niren said since June eighth, right? Cody had to get hot too. Barb's calling yeah. twelve Steph, seconds. Twelve seconds. Step. Twelve point three eight. Cody's got to live Never up to the way this team is playing. The beer bat. Remember, I banned the beer bat. They didn't deserve it because they didn't to save the season. It. I didn't tweet I out Shawn Michaels either. Yeah, they had to earn it. Right. Helke's <laughs> calling for a nine seconds on Cody. I'm going to get the stop, the second stopwatch. I got mine on uh, out also. Um, I will say, uh, I don't know who to dedicate this beer bat to. There's birthday a birthday boy. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. Jordan, Jordan Wicks, Wicks. it's got to be. 
Jordan Wicks, yeah. Yeah, 24 years well. old today. Hold on, hold on. Okay. 24. We'll get, I missed sure the stopwatch. Yeah. I don't even this, remember This 24. beer back right. goes to Jordan Wicks. Happy birthday. My favorite part of when I was 24 was that I was still in college and, uh, you know, didn't know what was ahead of my life. You, my friend, you know what's ahead of your life. Not shoving baseballs down other opponents' throats. For the Chicago was, Cubs. It was COVID right. when I was 20. So, so now when, great memories of that one. when the beer hits his lips, we start the stopwatch. Again, if you're playing at home, make sure you video yourself doing a beer bat Perhaps. or a chug, time it, tweet it to CHTO Cubs, and we yes. will play it on the next show or this show. <clears throat> All ready? All right, All here right, we go. go. Cody Delmeno and the beer is down. Oh, I started a little bit early. But I've got the beer. He's already through the barrel of the bat. He's heading to the tip of the bat. Wow, this is a fast one. This is good. Boom. Pretty good. 979 oh. is what I have. Yeah, 987. Joey has 10. Joey started it early. I think that was a premature I don't know. start. I had a good view of when the beer was in the lips, I thought. But I, maybe uh, not. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, a little cough there. It was still a little cold. There was some tears in his eyes. Those are tears of joy. We'll go with the 997. What was the. What, we'll I go with nine, the. Uh, I got 987. On 987. Mind. We'll go 987. 987. Sub 10. Is the first ever sub 10? Jake says 21 the, or the, older only. I've got my Jake Flanagan, that's a great point. Before? Please I think drink my responsibly. Record is like eight and 21 and at or home. Over only. 21 or older. Let's see. Any, any guesses? No children playing along, please. We had 9-6. Boys only. I think I saw in the YouTube chat Another nine six. said he's going to the game tonight, but is 1-9 in his last 10 Cubs games. Oh, no. Got to get it done tonight, Colin, in Cincy. You're due. Vanilla Chill called 9-6. That was it. Yeah. Nine eight seven. Tanya says oh, she Tanya called nine eight, nine eight six. six. Wait, wait, go no, back. No, no, she did not. She called I'm nine six. <laughs> she called nine six. Tanya, Tanya, we're all over it. <laughs> oh, she said nine six. Come <laughs> on, Tanya. You know what I say, Tanya? Don't let the facts get in the <laughs> way of a good story. You always. Tanya is one of my favorites. She's she's oh, always in the chat. She also joins the Twitter spaces there sometimes you go. too. Ah, so. Nick Madrigal supporter junior under ten again. That's under true. under twelve is a lock now. If you were betting at DraftKings on Cody's beer chugs, you would under 12 as a lock. Throat's not scratchy Wait, I, today like it was I, the other day. I day. have a question. I've been gone all summer. Is Nick Madrigal supporter junior P-Will supporter yes. junior? Yes. Okay. yes. Yes, he's changed so. his name up. Ah, good to see you, Nicky Leather supporter. <laughs> yep, he, he's he's still here. Tanya said 986. She said, I don't, I don't know. I know. The facts don't say that, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> FAX, though. The FAX. So Jordan Wicks gets, I mean, Probably the biggest part of his birthday was getting that beer bat chug dedication from Cody. He'll look back at that. He'll show it to his kids someday. On my 24th birthday, I was dedicated a 312 Goose Island by Cody Del Mendo. Yeah. He was the inventor of Delmetrics. (laughs) Uh, Jake says this was as impressive as Wicks getting out of those jams today. Wicks was great. And then after that, in comes Palencia. What I like about... Valencia coming up earlier in the season, even Assad being a big contributor. Um, even if you want to include Justin Steele, but really, for me, it's about Wicks is who we're focusing on. This is an opportunity for these young players to experience something they've never experienced before. Yes, they could contribute to the Cubs making the postseason. That would be double star, triple star, asterisks. That's what you really want. But the off spin of it is that, at the very least, they're pitching in a pressure situation <laughs> at a level of baseball that they've never pitched in before. They're taking their development from here, even if it was a big minor league game or pitching well in the minor mm-hmm. leagues, and catapulting it to here. 
oftentimes that can be a great thing for a young player. So even if sometimes it doesn't go well for these guys, that's okay. But even think about Justin Steele, as I mentioned earlier. Think about Steele. He's never pitched in a game bigger than his last game. Right. Never. So while he is the ace of the staff now, he's never pitched in the postseason. And so other than a handful of guys that Niren was talking about in the live YouTube chat, you're talking about Bellinger, Swanson, David Ross, your manager, and a few, and a few other veterans on the team, most of these guys have no playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't get to the postseason, which it's looking more and more like they will, this is so valuable for these young players. And Wicks is a guy not only getting that experience, he's thriving with that experience. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's kind of the, the, the whole point is just that he's he's coming up and he's doing well, but even if he wasn't, like it's he's still coming up and getting the kind of experience that can go a long way for these guys. As you said, even if they don't make the playoffs, like this is a playoff chase. These are the pressure-filled games, the pressure-filled situations that, you know, young guys just don't get to experience in the minor leagues. And um, not to say that they should be rushing everyone to the major leagues, right? They should not rush guys to the major leagues at the expense of their own development in the minor leagues. But when you have a guy like Jordan Wicks, who I think was three seasons in college ball, had three good seasons of college baseball, you know, made his pro debut after he – um, had been drafted two years ago, did all 2022. Like, like he worked his way through the system quickly, uh, but efficiently. He was, he was succeeding at every level. So he definitely was ready for the shot. Um, so I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying to like rush these guys yeah. through the development, but when the guy is ready for the shot, yes, is it a tough situation to put a, a rookie in to make his first, to make his big league debut and like his first starts as a major leaguer in the middle of a playoff push when the pressure's on? It's a tough ask, but when the guy is ready, that's when you can say, you know what, he has earned the shot. Not, It's not a sink or swim situation, but it's like give him, put him in the situations that he's uncomfortable in, right? Like give him another challenge because he's yeah. not being challenged anymore. Bring him up to the big leagues, put him in these situations, see if he can rise to the occasion and overcome these challenges. If he can't, then you're kind of just back at square one, right? Like we, we talked about it with Smiley, how he just, he just didn't have it and it was time to move on and see if there's anyone else that could make the rest of these starts this season. If Jordan Wicks isn't the guy, then okay, then you're back at square one looking for that guy that takes Smiley's spot. He's done it the first two times, but um, you know it's, it's it's a risk, but it's a risk that you should take when a guy is ready for that next challenge. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Jack joining us from Australia. He Ooh, says good morning. Good, good, good morning, morning, Jack. Good day, mate. Good day, your point is that insulting like, to say good day, mate? I don't know. Good day. Don't you start. We already started one international way, so. incident last year. That's, That's right. You know, <laughs> like, not one. we, you. So what yeah. you were talking about, Luke, like we heard from guys like Dansby and Nico, especially when things were murkier, right, in July about what they were going to do, how this season was going to go, about the importance of building that winning culture mm-hmm. and showing, yeah. you know, I think Nico talked about like showing people outside the organization that this org, org is winning and that that's where their focus is and that's where the development is. And Dansby's talked about that since he signed here. And you're right on. It, it is really important, right? Like whatever happens in this year, you look back at the Cubs in 2014, those starts from Jake Arrieta, like on the road in Boston, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh. 2015, getting those guys experience. Obviously, they end up going to the NLCS, so they get extreme experience. We're very <laughs> close to winning. Uh, but it's all very important. You know, there's a reason it, it sounds cliche when those guys talk about the importance of winning and all that other stuff. It is important. Like there is a big difference between playing, uh, 
you know, in meaningless games in front of less fans with no pressure, mm-hmm. with no leverage, with no circumstance, it, it's a big difference for these guys to come up. And for some of them, of course, it's going to be up and down or mm-hmm. rocky or a learning experience, et cetera. But it's all important. And as, you know, Brendan always says, like, it's also big data points. I think Niran was talking about it earlier in the chat, our friend Niran, like, you learn a lot about these guys you know you learn about these players in moments like this how do these guys pitch in high leverage moments how does jordan wicks change up play against major league hitters things like that it's all very important so (laughs) this is a, a big year and i think we'll talk about it later but like as you see the cubs starting to pile players into top 100 mm-hmm. prospect lists and stuff like that this is the all the wheels start turning right because now you're talking about hey how does this guy factor into a team that's competing for a world series when could this guy come up how mm-hmm. could they make an impact it 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 has like a, a snowball effect right that like yeah. now these guys are rocketing up those lists and it's a question of like okay where do they all fit how when yeah. are they ready how could they contribute even in a small way right and that's a lot of what people were talking about with pca and hopefully we'll see that later we don't have the lineup yet but i'm hoping we see uh canario's debut and like that's the same thing like how do they fit in how can they help even if it's just a small role like you really see like all the gears of the front office and the organization start to get in motion the thing that puts the cubs above you know some of these smaller market teams when it comes to their prospects like for instance the pirates and the reds and i think the brewers even they're in the top 10 of like mlb or the Brewers MLB, have a top five guy. Uh, minor league systems. Yeah. yeah, they're in like the NL Central has a ton of like they're outside of the Cardinals, I but think, that's because they graduated Walker and Mason Wynn and all them. Yeah. Like their their system has kind of fallen down. And didn't Pipeline have like like those four teams in like the top six or seven? Or yeah, something like that? I think I exactly. know where you're going with this, Cody. But the, what I'm saying is, is the benefit that the Cubs have is that they have what Tom and what Jed always say. They have the resources to be able to mm-hmm. complement, use Cash these, money. use the minor league system, and complement with free agents and veterans that can help groom some of these guys. And listen, I don't, I don't know who's in the Cubs locker room that's helping Jordan Wicks along as since he's come up or whatever. But Jordan, like what the Cubs minor league system should be, is just an 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 added extra, mm-hmm. like extra help for what you already have. That's what yeah. it should be whenever they're at, you know, NLCS or bust or World Series or bust level. And, like, listen, we had the deadline in 2021. I knew, like, as much as it sucked, as much as I hated seeing them all go, because at the time I was full on, like, you got to keep at least one. Like, if you get rid of Anthony Rizzo, I'm going to be in shambles. <laughs> Even though all that happened, and I still believed and I, I still agreed with the fact that they went that route because I the, the minor league farm system was awful. It was bad. And so, and because of that, the Cubs were unable to, you know, complement the core that they had. So that's why I, one reason why I've always stuck up for the core because they didn't have, they didn't have a lot of guys around them within the organization that, you know, that kind of complimented them. It was like, if they didn't perform, then they, they fell apart. Things didn't go well. Yeah. And so, that is what it is. But what I'm getting at now is that the minor league farm system is at such a nice spot 
that we haven't seen since, I guess, 2015, but there might be even more depth. It might be even better than 2015, even though it's not the top farm top system heavy, in, yeah. in right. baseball like it was then. But the thing is, is that they have so many guys. And whether you believe in all of them or not, uh, the pipeline's recognizing it. Fangraphs is, is, is recognizing it. ESPN. Uh, ESPN, Baseball America, they're all recognizing it. So these teams out there that, you know, maybe their farm system isn't that great or, you know, if they need to make a trade because they're selling next year or whatever, the Cubs are in a position where they have so many guys that if you need to trade a guy so you can get a piece that you need mm -hmm. when you're in contention, it's a great benefit to have. And that's just something that they haven't had for a long time until, yeah. honestly, this year. And you can even argue a little bit of last year, even though, like, the beginning of last year, they were ranked in like they ranked like the bottom ten. But by midseason, they were, they were making out, yeah. their way to like a more middling top ten, top twelve, top area. But at this point now, where their system is, it's like they have so many dudes that obviously not all of them are going to be on the Cubs one day. But with that said, you're able to trade some of those guys to you mm -hmm. know to get that big piece that you need. Yeah, we had, they had to trade DJ Hers to get uh, Candelario, but that's okay. You still got a ton of pictures coming up anyway. If DJ Hers goes on to to the Nationals and turns into the next Cy Young, then but he was going to be a World Five well, Draft guy, well, right? And, and that's when I, whenever I like we talk about this, like the Dodgers are the organization that does it. Right? Like, do they win championships every year? No, but they're constant. They have good front office. Like, the front office makes good, smart baseball decisions. They have the big market money like the Cubs do, but they also have the farm system that whenever they – was it Kiebert Ruiz, right? They traded yeah. for Scherzer, Turner, yeah. whatever. Was that – like, they were able to unload one of their best prospects, and they still had, like, seven more, seven right. top 100 prospects that were going to come up at, at some point over the next couple of years. Like, they have – the major league organization that does things right and is constantly at least putting themselves in positions to win, like they make the playoffs every year, and mm -hmm. you know, you know, who knows what happens when you make the playoffs. But they also have the farm system that, yeah. whenever some of those guys need to be traded or they leave in free agency, whatever, they've got tons of prospects coming up, and a couple of them at least will fill in those spots and do it very well. Like they have, top to bottom, the organization that just knows how to keep. Mm -hmm. replenishing the farm system, replenishing well, the major league I, team, and that's what you need to strive for as the Cubs. And I, Cody mentioned resources, right? And that can be financial resources or it can be player players on the ground. Or it can be players on the ground. Look yeah. at a guy like Jan Gomes. He's on this team. He's a resource for Miguel Amaya to be able to become the catcher that he can be hopefully someday, right? Yeah. You're asking who's helping Jordan Wicks? I guarantee you Kyle Hendricks is one voice that he's going ahead and picking it over and over and over. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's Marcus Stroman behind the scenes. I don't know, but I guarantee you lots of young guys are going to Kyle Hendricks. It's another benefit of having him around this season in addition to the fact that he's been pitching great. And, and frankly, you also have a guy like Justin Steele who might be looking to those same guys for advice, but he can be a guy that Wicks can talk to because – he can look and say, listen, I've been through the roller coaster ride of trying to get here. Here's what you do when it's low. Here's when – don't give up because at this point, two years ago, I was not in a great spot, but I, now I'm where I am. So mm -hmm. try and follow the same path. So there's, there's different types of resources, and they all seem to be coming together for the Cubs, whether it's players, money, or the timing of when they're good. Yeah. Right? Because you, you're going to find out a lot more – and I think Corey mentioned this, you're going to find out a lot more this month in September about what a player is made up of, yeah. what kind of heart they've got, 
what kind of drive they've got, whether they can get through a tough game or two, you're going to find that out a lot more now against tougher competition and games that are literally make or break your season than you are in an Adrian Sampson win last September when it meant really nothing other than padding some stats for guys. There was no pressure. Yeah. Every guy that plays this next month should feel pressure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's part of, you know, what earned Kyle Hendricks the reputation that he has Mm -hmm. is obviously, you know, he shows up in big games. He's been doing it since he started with this team and has pitched some of the biggest games in this franchise's history. And we didn't necessarily know what to expect from him coming back from the injury, but that's how you build that reputation, right? Is in moments, obviously the games Kyle was pitching in are more significant than these games in September (laughs) right now, but that's where you learn a lot about someone. Yes, we can trust this guy in big moments. He doesn't wilt under pressure. He can handle the lights, the spotlight, et cetera. And you're going to see that from some of these guys. I mean, even just that Milwaukee series earlier this week, like the way that you saw, and Leiter struggled in the one game, but the way you saw the Cubs be able to use those three guys to end two straight one-run wins against the team ahead of you in the division, like that, I, we were already very confident in the Merriweather, Leiter, Jr., Alzali back into the bullpen, but how much did that series kind of reinforce, like, all right, these dudes can win playoff games and hold a one-run lead if they have to in October. So right. there's there's a lot that, that comes with, you want the team to be good, right? It's not like breaking news, but from a development standpoint, it is really important for games to matter, right? It right. sounds silly to say, but it, it really is important. It's yeah. it's fun to watch guys like Jordan Wicks come out here these last two games and, like, I don't care that it's the Reds or the Pirates. These are mi- must-win games for yep. the Cubs, especially that game against Pittsburgh. Uh you know, in his major league debut. They, they needed to win that game because they needed to win that series – and, you know, today, you know, I know it's the first of a doubleheader, but, you know, for him to at least give them five innings to save the bullpen and keep the, the, keep the team in it, like, I, I think that's huge too. Yeah. And the Reds' offense, as we've seen, it, is, it can be very potent and very good. Him to only allow one run, I mean, potent. he deserves a ton of credit. And, uh, again, I, I just think about where the Cubs are at right now with the farm and, like, the guys that are on the major league roster and who's going to be here a while with Dansby and Nico and Ian Happ and say Suzuki and like the pitching that they have, like that's in the rotation right now. Like it get, I don't know if I've been this excited since 2016. I really, I don't really like I, and I, and when I say that it's more, it's more, well, yeah, it's more about like, I'm excited about the, the future for the sure. The potential, for sure. I'm not saying I'm excited. I was, oh, we're going to win the World Series this year. However, don't let me talk myself into it. <laughs> but when you, you look, when, when I, I feel that same <laughs> excitement that I felt going into the 2016 season, as in this might finally fucking happen and I will be able to see the shit that my grandparents never got to see. Right now, I feel like sometime within the next handful of years – this organization could be back on top again. And again, when I referenced earlier, the 2021 trade deadline, it was hard to buy in because I love those guys so much, but I knew that they needed to replenish the farm and all of that. And right now, as we sit here, because of that and some of the smart moves that they've made in free agency 
and just like the developmental year that last year was, as much as I felt like that team should have been better, you know, that year, I kind of referenced it a little bit the other day when we were talking about after Justin Steele's start, that year turned, like 2022 had its, had its silver linings. I don't know if we see Justin Steele turn into what he became if, in, in, in the developmental year that was last year. I don't know if we see uh, Nico Horner become, you know, th- this, this guy that we've, that we've seen because he played short the entire year and, and had a breakout year offensively. Like, like I, I, I don't know. Like, there's, is, I'm, as mu- again, as much as I wish that they would have been good last year and all of that, there were silver linings that came out of the season, and they brought they carried it over into this year. And you know now you're now you're trying to supplement, and that's when I, that's when I say supplement, you're talking about the farm coming up. Guys like Matt Shaw, guys like Jordan Wicks, guys like Canario, who's going to start in game two. Like it, is he? So I, I assume yet? he's going to start. It's like Cody's two. teasing the next two segments mm-hmm. of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Also, because I'm I just very the, excited, man. I, I see am. the chat Gotta talking about it. It, it. You know, I don't know how important it is, but the Reds are yeah. COVID. putting guys on the COVID yeah, IL like mid double header here. Uh, yeah, they are. Ben Lively and Fernando Cruz. Uh, I, I believe Ben Lively was going to start today, and Cruz is a good reliever, so. Those guys are out, apparently, and they're, like, dealing with that as we speak. So uh, that's the news we hmm. have so far. Uh, you know, how that affects the second game, we'll see. But um, Right, All, we'll especially see. with something, a something going on, right, yeah. like from uh, former Cubs beat writer Gordon Whitmire, who's now covering the Reds and apparently covering Cordo. a COVID outbreak. Another COVID. That's right. He's, we back, will, he's back on the COVID beat. We will, uh, we're going to talk more about this infusion of – Young talent coming to the Cubs and how they're going to impact the next month and beyond uh, in a second. And, of course, we have the big announcement. Joey's getting it ready. Big announcement coming up. Don't leave. Seconds away. Don't I, leave. If, if there is anything that I could ever big. tell you people watching and listening right now, Speaking do not leave. 2016 tell vibes. Tell your friends tell to, your to friends. also hop on the show right now. And watch. Right now. Speaking of great vibes, are you in the market for a new or used vehicle? If you are. We have great news for you because Ray Chevy and Fox Lake has just joined the CHGO team. And we're talking to the team at Ray, and they have this pledge called the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you get into the dealership. We found in many cases other dealers will raise the price on you when you come to the dealership, saying things like, oh, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? And in most cases, the answer is no, and that's when the other dealers go ahead and raise the price on you saying, well, the online included limited rebates, which you now don't qualify for. That's not the case when you go to Ray. The price you see online is the price you pay. No add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which might make the price even lower than what you see online. As one of the top selling dealers in the Midwest, you always have You're able to shop one of the Chicagoland's largest inventories and save big at Ray Chevy because now they have over 100 Chevy Trax models available starting at $21,495. That's $21,495. And now through September 30th, all through the month of September, all buyers qualify for 0% financing. Make zero payments until 2024. Plus, no money down. And best of all, you pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. I can tell you where I'm going in the next month. 
great Chevy. And I can tell you where I'm going, Luke. Uh, I love all of our sponsors, but of course, my favorite is Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary. You guys know Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season coming up. No matter where you are on your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup, and a great transparent loyalty program, the Sunnyside Rewards. It is Illinois' favorite dispensary. You guys know I shop at their location in Wrigleyville. It is literally just steps. I think it's like 20, 30 steps from beautiful, historic Wrigley Field there on Clark Street. You can shop their wonderful Sunnyside House of Brands like Mindy's, the best-tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Seagal and Cresco Labs. Good news, gummies, rechargeable vape pen, and carts. Perfect for great moments with the crew as i always say beautiful clean facility if you are like luke just starting your cannabis journey their knowledgeable staff will take care of any questions concerns thoughts help direct you the right types of products the effects all that other stuff their knowledgeable staff will help you out or if you're like me and you know what you want you order online it's ready in seconds you pick it up you walk past the beautiful marquee no better way to spend a day in wrigleyville uh and (laughs) Don't forget, it is Friday, game one of the doubleheader, so it is a sunny side summer Friday. That is the best way to keep the vibes going into the weekend. Uh, we got to pick a sunny side summer Friday player that made us feel good in game one, or at least you know heading to the weekend. We uh-huh. talked a lot about Jordan Wicks, so I am going to pick Cody Bellinger, uh, yeah. which I think a lot of people you know kind of think is fitting for the sunny side (laughs) it is pretty ad reads uh two for five in this game a home run three rbis we've talked about him all season there's not much more you can say they need to resign him they need to pay him whatever it takes he should and will i think be a part of the next great cubs team but he is my choice for the sunny side summer friday player of the game here setting the good vibes for the weekend setting the good vibes for game two where he might even kick the vibes up another notch right Turn it up homer, a notch. I don't know if that's what that is. Yeah. That's what I, I say. Turn it up. Uh, yeah. And through October 15th, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That is not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Again, that code CHGO25 must be 21 or older or an Illinois med card older. All right, we're going to get to your super chats on the live YouTube chat here in a second. We got some super chats that have come in. But first, we do have this uh, highly anticipated big breaking news announcement. And it's being (laughs) delivered by someone you might know. He has something he'd like to tell you about CHGO and that he's working on. Here you go. Hey, what's up, CHGO listeners? This is Ben Zobrist. Super excited. I get to come to Chicago next week. Thursday, September 7th, I'm going to be in studio talking to you guys about some of the new things that I'm excited about, that I'm working on, as well as we're going to obviously rehash some of the Cubs stuff, the World Series title, all that, which is going to be really fun. Also that Saturday, September 9th, 9 a.m., I'm also going to be at an in-person event, which I'm excited about outside the city, the Intentional Sports Facility, Jason Hayward's Baseball Academy there. Uh, We're going to be doing a special event for athletes, parents, and coaches there. And there is still room to register, so sign up as soon as you can, and I'm super excited to see you. Let's do it. 
Oh, we're we are ready for that, <laughs> oh, huh? Yeah. First of all, that's a great that's going to be a great event that he's having out yeah, at totally. Jason Hayward's Academy. So make sure you check it out and sign up. You got plenty of time to do it, but also when he's here, he's going to be in studio in our CHGO studios for a podcast Thursday when we might have another double podcast day. Yeah, we're going to probably have that one in the morning, right, Cody, with with Ben Zobris? Yes, I we're spo- I think yeah, it'll be like ten o'clock. Be 10 a.m. when we're doing 10 a.m. with Ben so, on the CHGO Coast uh, podcast. The, yeah, the link to what he was talking about, I told Joey to put it in the description after the show, but it'll be in like the podcast description too. Or obviously, if you follow us on social media, we'll put the link out there. Um, and we'll, the, we'll, we'll play that again yeah. after the second post game show right. podcast today, too. The, the people he's working with, they're very kind and gracious and like reached out like. I reached out to them just because I, you know, I was shooting our shot, and you know they they re- they basically replied within a day, and they were very interested about coming on. So I want to give those guys a shot a shout out, but also Ben Zobris for you know taking the time. This is exciting. This might be outside of Joe Madden and Ian Happ. This might be the the coolest guest we've ever had on the show. No, this really? is the coolest one ever. <laughs> This well, is the MVP. This is, 2016 this is the 2016 MVP, MVP, and he's coming. At, what, what happened in 2016? He was the MVP of the World Series. Who won? Oh, wait. Uh, who won? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You People know. forget you, that, right? Do you know? The Chicago Cubs oh, won the 2016 okay. World Series. Yeah, and he was that. the MVP. Yes. Yeah, and he's going to be in studio yeah. for an hour with us. Thursday morning, Barb. We believe it's that, Thursday that morning. That feels like a good, uh, you know, like, the, uh, like Chris Farley and Paul McCartney. Like, hey, Ben, remember when... You won oh, the yeah. World Series with the Chicago that Cubs. That was awesome. Yeah, that's going to awesome, be Cody man. on Thursday morning. Ben, remember that time? That was cool. Yeah. Ben, we, hey, remember that World time that was awesome. on November 2nd at like, like four, yeah, uh, like 11.45? that time you wore yeah. black spikes? That was awesome. <laughs> remember when you wore those cleats and MLB got mad at you? <laughs> so dumb. This will be fun. Um, so anyways, uh, <laughs> thanks to Ben Zobris for, sure. for sending us that. Make sure you check it out. Again, the links will be on social media. Uh, you can check it out in the description after we finish this live podcast. And it will also be on the podcast after this, yeah. uh, coming up later tonight. Very exciting stuff. Um, so, Alexander Canario, another one of those young players coming up for the Cubs, right? We're going to talk about him in a second, but Joey, I do want to go back, and we missed some super chats that were in there. I wasn't forgetting. I, I just was trying to get through some stuff. Uh, Fernando says, for $1.99, I'm on the scene. Game one of two. Mission accomplished. W, our guy Nando. Fernando. Look at Fernando. Very also, he's a new diehard as well, so shout out to Fernando. Yeah, awesome. signed up for Fernando. to be a diehard yesterday. Manuel awesome. says, let's go shorts rally. Credit to Cody. P.S. <laughs> so happy Joey's back. Please, very happy Joey. please pay for belly. My guy, Manuel. We're, we're all very happy that Joey's back. Manuel's my guy. Uh, Michael Webster says, for $9.99... Appreciate the super chat. Love the show. Keep up the great work, guys. Let's go, Cubs. Thank you again, Thanks, Michael. Michael. And $5 from Super Junkie, one of our loyal listeners. Baseball, what I say? <laughs> you super said Super Junkie. junkie. Super Junkie. <laughs> baseball Junkie. You might I know well some super. super Junkies. He this gives is us baseball super junkie. chats all the time. So. <laughs> Shout out to the whole crew. Going to be at Wrigley on the 5th for the game. Can't wait nice. to experience the playoff atmosphere. CHGO Cubs is a way of life. It really oh, yeah, is that a playoff is, atmosphere right now. It is... That's what Wrigley Field. It is. It is. Corey, me, Corey can attest. He's there in the, in the stands. You're experiencing it. Baseball junkies going to experience it, and the young players are experiencing it. That's what it's. That's I'd what like it's all about. I'd like to experience about. it, but I come here instead to do we the show. We experience it right here. Yeah, they give me. 
That doesn't mean we're not going to go out to the ballpark one more time. Two oh, more I know. times, three more times, four I'm going to find my way to get into that place. You can't keep me out. <laughs> Even if you are bad luck. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm like 3-0 in my last. Yeah. I'm 3-0 th- in the last You've three Sunday around. home games, all right? You've turned that around. I have turned the Sunday blues around at beautiful historic Wrigley Field. <laughs> so Canar- Alexander Canario called up before the game today. Um and he is going to DH, make his major league debut, and DH in this second game against the Reds. The Wait, does that lineup got put out? Uh, somebody in the chat. I just believe the chat. Whatever the chat says, don't I, let the facts. I, I, yeah, no, you know what I say? I agree with the chat. The chat agrees with me. I agree with the chat. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, he may. He may. We'll see. Uh, well, if, if I'm wrong, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. I always trust the chat to give me the facts. I know that, uh, you know, Ryan has has talked to folks in the organization. I'm sure you can speak on this mm. better. But, you know, one, uh, obviously, you know, anytime you get a, a, a big-time prospect coming up, and I, I think the potential jolt he can provide to the offense is, is pretty obvious, right? You see it with some of the home runs that he hits, the way that he slugs. But an incredible... And a truly incredible story that not only is he back playing baseball and yeah. playing incredible. at the level that he was, but getting called up to make his major league debut, he suffered two massive injuries in in the offseason, in the winter league. Last fall, last winter, whatever it was, right? Like for him to put in the work to get back mm-hmm. there, and not only regain his form, but, like, play well enough to earn the call-up. I mean, I, if, if you are not just absolutely pumped to watch this guy play baseball, I don't know. Because this is one of this is an all-time story, I think. Like, if he comes up and succeeds and helps them in a playoff race, it's truly one of the best, like, feel-good stories that I can remember. Yeah. Coming back from the multiple yeah. ma- massive injuries in the same play like you're thinking is his career over mm-hmm. after you watch that. I remember watching it. Brendan and I were recording a podcast live yeah, when that clip came it, on Twitter. Do yourself a favor. Don't dig up I, the video. I, it was, I rewatched it's the video. To write For a guy to come back that quickly. I mean, we are less than a year removed mm-hmm. from those injuries. Just an incredible story. I'm excited for him. I would have been excited no matter what from a prospect standpoint. But... For him to be back out there and earning this call up, which is much deserved, it, it just an amazing story. Yeah, it's not we, Schwarber uh, blowing out his ACL and making it back for the World Series, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty damn impressive. It's a it's a great comeback story, and um, you know, yes, two big injuries, two surgeries, two you know, don't know if the careers if he's ever going to play baseball again, let alone just this season. Um, and for him to come back and, and and be playing and now get his call to the big leagues, you know, I just you you think about the the mental toll of, the, of, a, of knowing you have a long rehab process ahead of you. Like there are you know certain guys can handle that, right? Like certain guys and and, and baseball players, a lot of them are just like they understand the business, they understand what they have to do, and and can get through that and know, especially when you have a timeline. Like okay, like I got to get to here, right? But it's it's got to be draining, right? A mental toll like that. Um, just knowing, like, I have X number of days until I can start doing this. I have to keep doing this before I can get this next step. Like, just going through that process is draining. Um, and we talked to Cubs Vice President of Player Development, Jared Banner, uh, during this last the, the series against the Brewers, um, and just kind of asked. I asked him about just how he saw um, Canario handle the mental toll of that, and he said, "quote 
I think he did he did a superb job right when he got hurt and he was in Chicago for surgeries. He told us he was going to be back better than ever. He was going to work hard and he followed through on that promise and I think it's showing now. Um, so it, it just feels like Canario was never a guy that like got too down. Like you get down like when you get hurt like that and you just don't know what the future holds specifically. You're going to be down a little bit, but it feels like he also had the mindset that like going to get the surgeries, going to do what I have to do and then I'm going to attack the rehab process and get back to playing baseball. And yes, again, kudos to him for getting back as quickly as he did and, and, you know, doing a a couple rehab assignments, going to triple a and having a really solid, I think it's like an above 900 OPS in August with Iowa Cubs. Like he's having a lot of success and he has played his way quickly back into the major league picture this season. Cause I think had the injuries not happened, he would have made his debut a while ago at some point earlier in the season for sure. He didn't get the chance, obviously, um, but he has quickly kind of earned that shot back. And, you know, what his role is going to be remains to be seen. It's probably not going to be an everyday at bat type of role. Maybe he DHs. Maybe he gets a spot start in the corner outfield positions or something like that. Like that may that, that feels to me like what his role is going to be as long as he's in the big leagues right now. But, yes, to just get the shot and to be getting that call and to have played your way back into it is – Absolutely impressive. For I mean, him. he went through all that, like destroyed his ankle, his shoulder, comes back, 36 games at AAA, puts up an 866 OPS. I mean, that's incredible. After going to rookie ball in high A, shows up in AAA like he never left. I mean, it's really incredible. <clears throat> and to your point about like the mental thing, like I think even more frustrating, and you know, it's a similar thing, I think, with Brendan Davis, who's back at AAA. So good for Brennan uh, working his way back there. Like, it's got to be extra frustrating when you know you're on the cusp. Right, because mm-hmm. Canario was on the cusp. I don't yeah. think he would have broken camp with the team, but like he was clearly getting to that he point. Had Thirty plus bombs, right. or he, he was, was like in or the he was conversation, on the verge of being packaged in a deal. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. but so extra. So like, I feel like it's almost like tougher mentally because you feel like you have been derailed when you're like this, this close, close yeah. to yeah. achieving your dream or you know starting your dream. However, yeah. he might. Look at that! Just yeah, really incredible. Because he I keep looking for the lineup. I don't. Here. I don't see he it yet. He had, well, he had like 35, 36, yeah, 37. He's, he's huge he had, power potential. He had mm-hmm. arguably like close, close to the level that Matt Mervis that, mm-hmm. uh, of a season that Mer- Matt Mervis had last year. Like he was that good too. And yeah, but he was just, on the verge of making so, top one hundred lists. Yeah. Right. It's a Chris Bryant deal. Yeah, yeah. I was. Gonna, I was getting ready to say. You know, all this stuff. At the same time. You know, Killian has been a disappointment. This is like, we're going to find out who's, I mean, maybe this ends up being a wash because the Giants didn't win anything with Chris Bryant, but (laughs) I'm hoping Canario plays, contributes in some aspects so so we can look back and say that this was the right move, even though I hate to say it, but Bryant just can't stay on the field these days, so... Um, I see we have a super chat from Chris saying, ad reads, mid-video YouTube ads, like I'm trying to watch a live show. Come on. Our ad reads are better. Well. He thumbs up the, the ad way, reads. you got to pay the bills. Hey, thumbs uh, up the ad reads. We don't oh, thumbs YouTube yeah, ads. Thumbs up thumbs emojis down. for the ad thumbs reads. Down. Oh, I see. I, I'm not reading it correctly. He doesn't like the mid-video YouTube Gotcha, ads. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Joey. Uh, <laughs> That's all obviously Joey's fault. <laughs> no, the Canario thing... If you zoom out so on Canario and you look at what it means, right, just like we're doing with Wicks and the other guys, one, it's a reward for a guy that you talked about that deserves a reward. Mm-hmm. Two, it's a guy who might show you that he is up. He might help you. 
first of all. He might help you mm-hmm. win two or three games, which might be the difference in winning the division or a playoff spot in general. So that part's great, too. Three, you're going to see in-person, critical situations, lots of pressure. Is this guy up to the task? After mm-hmm. all that, is he yeah. now up to the task of being a big leaguer playing in big games? What's he made of? The rehab tells you he's made of something already. Now, can he do it on the, on the baseball field? And three, is he a piece of your future? You, you might not decide that this offseason, but it allows you, if he plays well, to do two things. One, decide he's a piece of the future. Two, start looking for another starting pitcher next offseason. And if he doesn't fit because you had this overload of outfielders, then you've just showcased him for a month in critical situations mm-hmm. To every team in baseball. So either way, it's a win-win for the well, Cubs. We'll, we'll see how uh, we do. We are getting some roster news and decisions uh, coming through on social, so we will get to those. I see Shane talking about it in the YouTube chat. But just finishing, well, I don't know, finishing on Canario. We'll see how the Cubs use him. We'll see what his role is. But I think as a lot of people in the chat have have said, it, it Christopher Morell has been pretty cold for a decent while now. I mean, even his last... 30 games, 102 at-bats. He's got a 665 OPS. When you go to his last 15 games, his last seven games, those numbers drop below 500. Mm-hmm. So he is he is really struggling. And how they mix and match that, I don't know if Canario, you know, he can play the outfield. I don't know if they would look at him strictly as a DH. Uh, but also good to give Morell a little bit of a breather like and, and give Ross an option for how he goes about trying to mm-hmm. add some slug into this lineup yeah. uh and yes we are getting news do you want do you want me to read it sure quad the quas yeah. yeah so uh i'm getting this from megan montemiro of the tribune uh jose quas reinstated he was on the bereavement list so he will start game two anthony k uh, the left-hander optioned to iowa also the cubs did bring up shane green so have to think that their plan is that Shane Green comes in like an opener type at some point after Mm -hmm. Quas, and you know you just sort of see how that plays out but that is their plan so far great time to sign up to be a CHGO diehard right now we've got podcasts live shows we're doing them all the time every team Uh, post game shows sometimes we're doing two post game shows a day Uh, and we're going to have a lot more shows coming up as we get down the final stretch here but almost every day you've got a live podcast coming from CHGO Cubs premium written content for all the members from Ryan at allchgo.com, our good friend Jared Willis also helping out on that. When you sign up to be a diehard, you get the diehard card. The diehard card is basically a throw it down on the table, look how cool I am, and everybody in the room goes, ooh. That's one thing you get with it. You also get 20% off. Yeah, you get 20% off all of our events. For instance, football tailgates we got coming up for the Bears oh, yeah. game, including opening game against the Packers. 20% off of that, which will include free Goose Island, all-you-can-eat uh, firewater barbecue, all-you-can-drink Goose Island, all-you-can-handle good vibes before the game. Check that out. And, of course, you get 20% off all of our dope merch all the time. Currently, we have a sale going on right now that is 24 bucks on any of our shirts. So, like what Ryan's wearing, what Cody's wearing, those are $24 today. Any shirt, not if it doesn't have to be Cubs, it can be... CHGO gear, it can be Blackhawks, it can be Bears, it can be whatever. Those are all 24 bucks. I believe that goes through the end of the day today. But if you're a diehard, you're 20% off all the time. So if you're a diehard, and we've had some people, a bunch of people sign up in the chat just in the last couple of days, uh, that dope merch is 20% off all the time. Or when you have a sale like this and it's 24 bucks, 
it's an additional 20% off of that. You're practically getting the, the shirts for free. And, of course, they're the members-only Discord, which uh, Corey told me has been hot and heavy, and Gary likes to hang out there and tell you all about Mr. Slaughter. Yep. <laughs> Maybe he'll be called up. Every Maybe day he'll be called he's talking up. about Slaughter. Uh, anyways, Another our friends super at chat from Fernando. Cody was um, – that's all right. Cody was gambling last night on a little college football. I was. Cody, tell us about DraftKings and how they like to uh, sprinkle oh, the money man. around. DraftKings was my best friend last night. College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong this week. New customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Also, some of the things they're offering right now, you can get a you have a no sweat bet. So if you first perhaps want to make a ten leg parlay and uh, put ten dollars on it, and who knows, maybe it hits and maybe it doesn't. But if it doesn't hit, you're gonna get your money back because it's no sweat for college football for week one on DraftKings Sportsbook. Already got it locked in. Can't wait. My lock of the night. It's Hawaii money line. Hawaii plus three. Give me the Rainbow Warriors. Aloha. Hell yeah. Against Stanford. Yes. Hawaii is my favorite school tonight. That's what that's the lock of the night. Life's more fun when you're on you're in on the action. Download DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app now and use code CHGO. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. When the bet just five dollars on college football, only on DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. With code CHGO, the crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be assessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, 21 plus. Illinois only. Bonus bets expire seven days after they are issued. Uh, eligibility and, de- and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Nicely done. Uh, Shane in the chat telling us that Canario is not in the lineup, so the chat did once again lie to me. We do have a lineup. And don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. I forgive you all. We do have a lineup. You know, I don't love that. I really wanted him to get in there. I'm sure he'll play, but I don't know. You have a doubleheader. Like, you want to get some guys rest anyway. Like, why not get him back out there? Like, Morel DHing in both games? Why? It's not not a big deal, but, like, I would like to see Canario. It's a doubleheader. Morel already played. Like, I, I'd like to see him out there. But Plenty of time. Look, I, play. at this point, they just need to win. I don't care who plays or how they get there. They just need to win. It's just, classic David Ross wanting to play the veterans over the young guys, baby. <laughs> Christopher Morell, the veteran. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just doing my best Colada bit right You know, maybe they want, you well, know, he's I mean. no longer a rookie, technically. It's a, it's a righty. Like, maybe they want to get him in there. I, you know, I don't know. I, mean, I just is, like to like see he him. called him up, so play him, right? right. And know? especially in Cincinnati, yeah. I'd let him play in Cincinnati as much as humanly possible. Yeah. Like that's right. a ballpark you want a yeah. rookie making his. He's going to get into bat. Now, I jailbreak know. says it's more speculation than lies. Yes, I'm just joking. Like it, it's okay. Uh, we had like two <laughs> super chats. It's not okay. You base- want to do the base- super chats? One of them was about Quas, right? Yeah. Baseball junkie and Fernando. Yeah, Fernando, Fernando was like Quas is starting game two. Why? Yeah, he's an opener. Oh, yeah, he's, he's just going to be in there very game. shortly. Don't expect innings. seven innings uh, out of Quas. Baseball Quas. junkie. Uh, baseball well, and, junkie, another one, huh? Five bucks. Uh-huh. This is the first you, time in you. Cubs history they've gone from 10 games under 500 to 10 games over in the that's, same season. I believe that's via yeah. Cubs historian Ed Hardig. Ed legend. Hardig. Yeah, legend. 
Where were you? <laughs> I've been in his basement. I think uh, just on Quas, like as we said, like I, 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 they don't have to use Shane Green today, but they did bring him up. Like he, he only had a couple starts where he went, I think four and a third, and then maybe five in his last start with AAA. Before that, it was just a couple innings at a time. So he's not a guy you can necessarily rely on to go yeah. five or six innings. So I think they're just going to try to piece this together. Um, and I think Niran said this earlier in the chat, like if they can find a way to piece this together and leave, you know, Alzali did throw, you know, it looked like five or six pitches in the bullpen there, you know, Keegan at the end. If you can have him get the full day off after a day off yesterday, mm-hmm. let Mark Leiter Jr., you know, he's been used a ton, like let these guys take off. Obviously, you're trying to win both games. You do it however you have to. If you can win both games and give your bullpen, I mean, that's the stuff yeah. of dreams in a doubleheader. So yeah. hopefully they can do it, but... Yeah, they're they're just it's a bullpen game. They're going to piece it together. We have breaking news from my wife uh, texting saying, "Looks like we're going to raise in Crystal Lake for our new car." Nice. There you go. So you, you, you have a convincing the show. Read. She's, We've yeah. been talking about should we get a car? Do we need a second car? Looks well, like Ray Chevy's the way. You guys should get a big white truck. A big white truck would be nice for my son. A However, big old worn no, 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 down no, no. Well, white truck. Like with constant, like with the, a, va- a built-in vacuum. I do have an honest van. question. I know <laughs> yeah, the show's going to yeah, go heavy yeah. here, but that's all right. We got nothing else to do. <laughs> nothing. Should, I, should I just do it? Lunch. Should I just go minivan? Yeah. Should I just go minivan? Dad? Two kids now. You got to get some maybe new I balances. Spice it up with spinning rims or something. Yeah. You might know, take it somewhere after market. The stuck mobile. Oh yeah. Maybe I put some flames on the side of the minivan. You got to get some new balances. CHGO stickers all over the windows that don't fit. Then you're really like in dad. In which you only play Bon Jovi in the in the van. Oh wow. Well, that wouldn't be a bad thing. (laughs) Oh, living on a prayer. Uh, All right. So we had who you got today? We do. BTB, better than Bruce. Don't forget. <laughs> your worst take, Stucky. Don't forget BTB. it. Better than Bruce. I'm going to stick up for all the baseball uh, journalists that are listening, and uh, Bruce Springsteen is obviously better than John Baseball bon Junkie says get I'd an F350. I'd probably pick bon over Bruce Springsteen, but I don't listen to Bruce Springsteen. So. Yeah, that's it. There's two of us now. That's just me. Anyways, uh, really Niren says, yeah, minivan mm-hmm. time. I wonder what Barb thinks. Stucky would look awesome in a low rider, she says. I would also say if you can find a way to get yourself one of those four Broncos, the ones that like the one that looked like the one that OJ drove, I I think that'd be great for you, Stucky. It doesn't seem like a family ride, though. (laughs) But it would be. You'd look great in your Shady Rays in it, though. My Shady Rays? (laughs) You got to get. That was Joey's beat up to play the Maverick song, but he missed it. He's out of. He's out of. Doing something here. He's out of practice. He's, He's working something. on something over there. All right. Uh, Shaw, the Cubs' first-round draft pick this year, we noted about a week ago that he was promoted already to double-A after tearing mm-hmm. it up. Now MLB Pipeline has slotted him into the top 100 prospects in baseball. That can't be bad news. Yeah, that's another guy that we uh, talked to Jared Banner about uh, earlier this week. Um, promoted to double-A um, and, and just kind of – he was asked just what, just kind of what caused it, right? Like, why is he, why, what's up with the aggressive promotions pretty much? Because you've seen it with other college-aged hitters uh, in recent years with the Cubs. Not recently, but, like, in the last decade, right? Kyle Schwarber, Chris Bryant, all those guys. Um, and he's, just what Jared Banner said, quote, when we think through promotions, we want to make sure players are challenged close to their edge of their close to the edge of their ability, and with Matt's performance here in his first 20 games in high A, it seemed like he was ready for a new challenge, so we didn't want to be too conservative 
conservative there, we decided to send him up and quote, like, that's kind of what I said with Jordan Wicks, right? Like he wasn't like he was ready for the next challenge and the next step. Matt Shaw was raking in high A. Uh, I think he played in Merle Beach too, or wherever it was, ACL Cubs, whatever. But he was he was raking throughout his beginning of his minor league. And he, he got drafted. Like 392. He got yeah. drafted less than two months ago. So it's like, it yeah. hasn't been a long time, but he's just, he wasn't being challenged the way he probably should have been challenged. Um, and so, yeah, they've promoted him. He's played two games there now, I want to say, maybe three. He's he's done everything. Like, when you talk about checking off the boxes, like, he did that so quickly. They, they decided that he needed the next challenge. He needed to be challenged closer to what we know he can do. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's another quick riser through the system. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's up next year. Maybe he's not. Maybe they slow it down or he struggles or whatever. But like he is, he has put himself on this trajectory to quickly get to Wrigley Field if he keeps it up. When uh, Jim Callis, the senior writer for MLB Pipeline, you know, who comes out with the Pipeline Top 100, obviously, <laughs> quote tweeted his the the article of him joining the Top 100 with just the quote: "Shaw is going to get to Wrigley Field very fast." There you go. It's what you love to hear. I mean, it just looks like an amazing, amazing draft pick um, for a guy that's moving this quickly. Yeah. Just a huge. You're more of a Jim well, Bowden guy, though, right? No, no. Oh, I sorry. don't want that on record. By the at way, all. if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, you should go on the YouTube um, and check out while Corey was talking and right now. Stucky Wood looked great in a low rider. We have oh, we wow, have a picture yeah. of Luke Stuckmeyer with his low rider, <laughs> courtesy of. of Joey Spathis, our wonderful producer. That's what he was Go working check on. It he out. got significantly You see the flames tanner. on the car behind it? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go check it out if you haven't. Go it's give a it a thumbs up, subscribe mm-hmm. on YouTube, all that stuff. But yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Dylan in the chat says, Bon Jovi versus Bruce is the whitest, daddest debate of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Listen, neither that. of them are my favorite, but it's just a crazy <laughs> take. Y'all are, it, it's crazy. They're uh, both better than Creed. Nothing against Creed. We love them here. Now you're going to hear from Matt Peck. So, or me some Creed. I've been listening to a lot of Creed lately uh, just because yeah, of this Matt show. Shaw. We're over an hour here, and we got a whole other hour-long podcast to do later, uh, which is why we call it well, Let's Pod 2. Can I, can I read a good stat from our, uh, I was going to say our friend, but our boss, Jake? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great stat. Nobody Ian, else was going to read it. You do it. Ian Happ back Kiss in the lineup, up. of course, because it is Cincinnati. <laughs> hey, you know. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm not above it. Uh, Ian Happ uh, always hits great in Pittsburgh because I don't know if you guys knew this. He is from Pittsburgh, but he always hits great in Cincinnati. He went to college at Cincinnati. Oh, and from our yeah, guy, yeah. Jake Flanagan, it took Ken Griffey Jr. 55 games to hit his 17th homer at Great American Ballpark as a Red. Ian Happ has done it in 46 games. So what you're saying is Happ, greater sign than Ken Griffey Jr., that is exactly what Jake is saying. Facts. Not me. Those are facts, facts right there. Facts. Right there. The numbers tell you <laughs> Ian Happ is better than Ken Griffey. Well, it, but it is funny, though. Like, as we were watching the game, like, <laughs> it does feel in, it, like, actually inevitable that he's just mm-hmm. going to hit a homer. So when he did, it was like, yeah, there it is. He just, he, dude rakes in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, I, I know we're about to end. I, did, I just wanted to say about Matt Shaw that I like the aggressive promotion and also. I'm intrigued to find out where they're going to start playing this guy more consistently mm-hmm. because obviously there's the hole at third base. I'm still high on Morrell. They, you know, are they going to re-sign Candelario in the offseason? I don't know, but Nick Leather. But yeah, you know, whatever. He's a utility player, but whatever. He's like been they, really they got good at third. They, they what got if he guys. develops a home run swing in the offseason? Who? 
<laughs> Magical. <I'm kidding. laughs> so, uh, anyway, it's a good problem to have. And it goes back to, like, what I was saying about, you know, you know the, the farm. I don't think they have, like, they don't, they don't have a prospect like Chris Bryant. Like, PCA is the closest to that, but Chris Bryant's, when he was coming through the, the farm system and the, and the rankings and stuff, he was the, the number one prospect in baseball. PCA is, you know, top 10, top 15 in all baseball, has all the tools to be a great player. Does he have the tools to be someone like what Chris Bryant was for the Cubs? That's a lot of pressure to put on someone. I ain't going to believe it because that guy won Rookie of the Year and MVP and was an all-star and won the World Series. That's a lot to ask for a guy. But uh, maybe Matt Shaw, maybe Matt Shaw is that guy in terms of, like, the hype as he gets makes his way to rookie. Just put on the top 100. We'll see where he's at you know, the middle of next year on these lists. But I think it's exciting. Not a hitter, but I, I think that person is Kate Horton. Yeah. Being honest with you. I think sure. he's just going to be that guy that yeah. his trajectory. And he should be. He's a top, top 10 you pick. James Triantos guy. I am a James Triantos okay. guy. He's not a KB level prospect okay. though. Okay. I, don't, I don't know that he will so, be. Okay. Very solid okay. player though. Anyway, like it's, it's very, it's a, deep cut. a very good problem the Cubs have right now with all these dudes on top of what they got going on the, on the major league team right now. So, I'm just enjoying the ride right now, man. This is it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite a turnaround from where things were a year just a ago. few, I mean, even a few months ago. Yeah. Like, things felt bleak a few months ago. Joey, how yeah, deep into two, the CHGO marathon are three. we now? Are we like an hour 15? 109. 109. Uh, all right, I do want to like point out. We'll make we got to wrap it because I got to go do the Bulls show. You, we'll make it quick. I won who you got. Bellinger wins who you got. Bellinger wins who you got. Bellinger wins who you got. Thank you. Whatever. Uh, I, I do want to take Hap. I'll let the chat decide. No. Uh, Bellinger won. Ryan. I took I do Dansby. Want, and the chat decided that you lost. You're welcome. Chat decided you lost. Belly. Belly, uh, Belly won the game. I do want to tell you that CHO has a weekly pick X and NFL survivor contest for everyone to participate in. For real cash, here's how you enter. Head to splashsports.com slash CHGO. The link is in the description and sign up. Deposit cash to get started. Just 10 bucks to enter either of those. CHGO's weekly NFL pick X contest. First prize, 27 hunch. Ooh. Hunch. Ooh, hunch. The CHGO Survivor Contest, 4500 bucks. Winner takes all. Plus, we're running weekly contests all year, so be sure to check that link and keep it handy. Want to run your own contest? Tired of being the commission on leagues, chasing people down with none of the reward? Then you can sign up to be the commissioner right through our link and earn money for the contest you're already running with friends and family. Head to splashsports.com slash CHGO to join in. We'll have a different contest coming out as well, so we are stoked to compete with and against all of you. Be sure to click the link in our description. Real quickly in the chat, a lot of people saying that Nickelback is better than Creed. I've seen uh, Craig pointing out that hey, we better have, we better be paying Creed to come sing higher potentially when the Cubs win the World Series. Um, <laughs> That's Peck's job. With arms sing wide open, we've already had Matt Peck. <laughs> We're going to be back here to fly the W after win number two with another live podcast. I'm curious if Cody would like to send us off with a little higher or Creed on the way out. Will you take me higher? Oh, that was a half-ass effort. Oh, Thanks yeah, for checking right. out the CHGO Cubs podcast. We'll see you later tonight with episode number two. Let's pod two. Fly the W.